Hi, we're the Sherpa sisters from Malaysia. Azima, Amna, and me, Aisha, hosts of the My English Matters podcast. After spending eight years in the UK as children, we know the importance of mastering a second language. So we created myenglishmatters.com as a platform to help second language learners learn to speak, write, and communicate in English with confidence through our online courses, classes, and live workshops. The My English Matters podcast is an extension of all that we do. It's a place for us to connect with you on a whole new level. You can learn with us while you're on your commute to work, washing the dishes, or picking your kids up from school. So let's get started, shall we? So moving on now to the do verb. So the do verb is, I would say, the easiest to understand, but you have to understand a few things. So let's do a recap. We have the do and does version and then the did version, which is in the past tense. So again, I was talking about each of these verbs have uh, two ways. You can use it as a main verb. That means it's the only verb there. So if it's a main verb there, normally it's an action verb. That means is used as an action verb. For example, my husband does the laundry every morning. So this is a, because it's um, singular, so we have to use, right, he does, we have to use here, does. He does the laundry every morning. It's an action, that means he performs, not he performs, he does the laundry, dear, what, right? Can we say does is like a Malay f- form of lakukan, Amna and Aisha, right? Dia, dia buat, dia lakukan. I have to use a bit of a Malay here to understand. Okay. But we're talking about auxiliary verb, which is our topic today. This is when we use it in a different way and we have to use a second verb for this one. That means, not second, we have two verbs. So normally we use it to ask a question, but I'll talk more about that afterwards. Um, so for example, do you like shopping? So do is the do verb. You subject. Like is our second verb. So we can use do with a second verb like this. All right? Which I'll talk about in detail after. So let's talk about main verb here first. So we use it as a main verb when, as I said, we refer to actions in general, as in the word performing, lakukan, um, etc. So for example, I just said, he does the laundry before he goes off to work. He does the laundry, present tense. Yeah, he does the laundry. He still do. That means it's a statement. It's still, he does that every day. Here's another way of using does. I do. I do extremely well under pressure. That means I perform well. If I want to use the past tense, they did an excellent job at folding the laundry. I'm talking about my children. They did an excellent job at folding the laundry. So my husband, this is true story. My husband does the laundry every morning. And then my children do the folding. Wow. Heaven for me. And then here's another one. What do you do on the weekend? Right? And uh, if you prefer the British version, they prefer to say at the weekend. What do you do at the weekend? What do you do on the weekend? Same thing. But here we're talking about actions in general. Do, 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 do. As a main verb, it is the only verb there. So... Our concern is when we use do, does, did as an auxiliary verb. That means, my question is, 
what what how do we use it so we use it to form questions we use it to make negative sentences and we use um, it to make the verb more emphatic so we want to uh, stress a little bit more so here's a recap do does present tense did past tense will do in the future tense okay examples so do you like korean food that's our way to form question we'll do it at, at the front and then our second verb like that i do like korean food this is for emphasis number three here to make the verb more emphatic you're asking the, you're answering yeah i do like korean food so if the question is do you like korean food you don't say yes i like sometimes people say uh, i like should be i do mm. yes i do yeah if you say yes i like it just shows i mean it's not wrong it's grammatically is it gr grammatically incorrect? yeah is it grammatically incorrect <clears throat> yeah it's, in it's grammatically incorrect um, and if you want to sound more proficient, then use the correct grammar. <laughs> yeah, that's all. But in spoken form, we say, yeah, I like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds very Manglish. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not against Manglish, but of course we do want to use, we want to know when to use Manglish and when not to use Manglish. So if you want, don't want to use Manglish, use it, use the correct sentence mm. structure. Yeah. So you see that I do, or I do like Korean food. And another question, if I want to use uh, does, it would be he, right? Not does you. Does he eat spicy food? And then, no, he doesn't eat spicy food. Here we go. He doesn't eat spicy food. Does he eat spicy food? Okay. Is there a, a Manglish way to answer that? Does he eat spicy food? No, he don't. Which is not right. <laughs> <laughs> so it should be does he spicy food? No one. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know. Easier, right? Then say no, he doesn't. Right? Then, uh, then getting or, it wrong. Or, or some, don't. Or so, yeah, sometimes say no, he don't eat spicy food, which is wrong. So it should be no, he Again? doesn't eat. No, he don't eat spicy food. One. Mm. <laughs> also, wrong because of the. Um, singular, singular, you know, and um, should be doesn't for he. All right. Mm, yeah. But sometimes, even though we know the correct um, grammatical way to say it, he doesn't eat spicy food. If I'm with my friends yeah. who speak Manglish, I intentionally use Manglish. So I would intentionally say, no, he don't eat spicy food. Right? <laughs> but <laughs> I know if I'm speaking mm -hmm. to somebody who does yeah. understand Manglish, then I would use the proper way and yeah so when it comes to speaking it's different but when it comes to writing yeah. i would say always use the correct way always use correct grammar mm, right. and yeah. writing best friend. Mm -hmm. writing okay let's do this one this is another one to make the verb more emphatic like that means you emphasizing i did do the dishes this morning so here i'm using i did and then I use an, another verb, like do as well. Remember performing? I did do the dishes this morning. And then if I want to use it is um, future, she will do it later. This is why I always, my daughter is always, later, later, nanti, nanti. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about avoiding common mistakes with do verbs. 
avoid this. So our first common mistake is um, no, no, actually I have only one that I want to talk about. Not using the base form verb with do, does, and did. This is incorrect. All right. So we were talking about the second verb that we need to use, right? With do, does, and did, we have to use only the base form verb because the tense is already indicated in the auxiliary verb, which is do, does, and did. So what do I mean by the base form? I'm talking about the base form is the first form of the verb that you find in the dictionary. That's the base form. Sometimes I call it verb one. Remember we learned verb three? Verb one is the base form. So when it's not the S form, it's not the ing form, it's not the ed form. So take a look at number one. He doesn't, okay, this is a negative. He doesn't, likes to be kept waiting. Doesn't is already correct for he, but this is our second verb. It needs to be in a base form. What do you think is the answer? What should it be? He doesn't like to be kept waiting. Doesn't like, not doesn't likes. Doesn't matter. He, they, when you've got doesn't or do or did, don't put S. Look at another one. My daughter did not going to school today. My daughter didn't going to school today. Want to contract? I can contract. My daughter didn't going to school today. You've got did there. So please, did not go, right? Go, not going, it's not an ING form. Excellent. We got it. My neighbor does not speak good English. All right. What should it be? This is our second verb. Put it in the base form. You're learning now. That's right. Does not speak. Well done. Doesn't speak. Yes. Last one. Common mistake. Did you use to wear glasses? This is our second verb. So did here. You, subject. Used to wear glasses. Did you use to wear thick? glasses before yes should be did you used to right so did use basically use the answer so don't put d there even though you want to because the tense past tense present tense um etc is already shown in the auxiliary only do this one the d do did in uh to show the tense. The next verb is back to the base form. Does that make sense? Moving on. Right. Our third thing, I was talking about using do not to make negative sentences. So we can um, show some more examples. So when we use do not, we can contract. So subject, don't. Plus base form, I just, as I said, always base form, base form, base form. For the third person singular, he, she, it, doesn't with a base form verb. So for example, and then you guys can try. I eat durian, positive, okay? But I don't eat pulut durian. That's not true, I do eat, but it's just an example. I don't eat, so it's not, I don't uh, eat, I don't eating. So have, we were talking about as a main verb, 
if it's the only verb there, we can use it to mean consuming, makan, eat. I had sushi yesterday. I had sushi, sushi yesterday. So I have to use had because I'm using past tense yesterday, right? Semalam. I had sushi yesterday. I ate sushi yesterday too. If I want to um, change that into ate pun or summer, okay? I ate, I had sushi yesterday. Have can also mean possessing. I have four children. So I possess four children. I have four children. I have three cats. Right, so I would use that in the, of course, present tense because it's sad news if you say I had. I have, that means, you know, Alhamdulillah, they're still alive. I have four children. Experience, we can use that as well. Have, for example, we had a nice holiday in Johor. And that's a true story. Last week, I went to Legoland. We had a nice holiday in Johor. Had, here, yeah, had experience. It's a past past experience. That's how we use it as a main verb. But when we use it in the auxiliary verb or helping verb, we use it to form tense again, changing tenses. And it's also used with another verb. And I'll talk about that more in detail. So for example, if I'm using it to ask a question and check out the second verb here, have you finished your work? Have you finished your work? So have, subject, and this is our second verb. We use it like this. And so the answer would, uh, would be, yes, I have, or no, I haven't. Not, yes, I am. Have you finished your work? Yes, I am. Right? <laughs> Should be, yes, I have. Or not, don't say, have you finished your work? Yes, I finish. So proper way, yes, I have. Proper way, but. Manglish way, sometimes say, yes, finish. Okay. Now, coming back to helping verb or auxiliary verb, same thing. So I was talking about have is used in the present perfect tense. So that is the tense that we're talking about. And I'll explain what we mean by present perfect. We have to use, understand this first, right? Understand these verbs first. So verb one, as I've said before, eat. That's the base form. An example, eat is a verb. Action verb, eat, base form. That's in dictionary, you'll find that. Verb two is the past simple form. We change eat to ate. Verb three, this is our concern. Eaten. That's a funny, funny way of changing eat to verb three, eaten. And the origin, not original, the uh, former, formal name is past participle. But it's easy for me to say verb three. Okay. So eat, ate, eaten, and have is used with verb three. Okay, verb three. So the form is subject or subjects, because when we use have, we normally, we, we, it means a plural, unless I, I have, it's okay, but they have, we have, and then verb three. If it's singular, like, um, she, he, it has, right? So the change it here, make sure it matches singular, singular, plural, plural. And then our second verb would be verb three. Okay, so here's an example. I have eaten breakfast, not I have ate breakfast. Or I have eat breakfast. I have eaten breakfast. 
and if it's um has she has eaten breakfast so all you have to do is you change here of course to match singular singular uh, plural plural but here for i have or um, they have okay and then of course the thing about have and all auxiliary verbs so far do sound less formal when we speak we use contractions so we use contractions apostrophe we just squash it together i've they've she's to show um here for has she's eaten breakfast they've eaten breakfast i've eaten breakfast okay and so let's talk about we need to talk about have and has in terms of the present perfect tense so have and has is used to connect the past and the present so we're talking about if we're talking about a timeline that's when we use uh, we're, we're talking about the action we want to connect the past with the present that's why it's called present perfect and so there are three ways we can do this so when we're talking about life experiences my life experience your life experience up to now the present right so my life from when i was born up to now i can use have and then i can use my verb three so i have been to legoland three times right so we went on a family trip we've had a great time but i've been there i've been to legoland three times so here have here been is the same as this is verb three but it's the same as i have visited legoland three times what's another synonym for been i have gone to legoland three times so been here don't get confused with is that be what is that but been is um verb three look at this one i'm i'm giving a negative sentence now i have never eaten mexican food before we've already established eaten is verb three but here's an example of i want to put a negative i have never i have not eaten same thing i've never i've not okay so this is life experience we can use um have with a be verb number two we use this as well uh, to talk about an activity event or situation that started in the past and continues to the present so you can here you can use since and for look at this one oh i'm going to use been again they have been married for 10 months so i want to use for to indicate the duration it started in the past and it's true now because i say have been married here is an adjective okay Let's see. Oh, Datuk Kamal's here. But he's missing. I haven't seen Datuk Kamal who got married to that young lady since yesterday. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Datuk Kamal since yesterday. So haven't, I'm putting in a negative, seen. So original verb one is see, saw, seen. See, saw, seen. We need verb three. We use have haven't negative i haven't seen not i haven't saw not i haven't seen i haven't seen since yesterday where is he okay 
Lastly, muse have and has to talk about a past event or action that has an impact on the present. So it's always about, as I said before, always connecting past with present. This is um, how we normally use when we speak, for example. My colleague has just resigned. Has, and I can put just if I want, has resigned. So right now, there's a job opening at my company. My colleague has just resigned. So there's a job opening at my company. And the gossip is, because that colleague married Datuk Kamal. That's why she resigned. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here's another example. My road tax has, I have to use has again, because singular, singular, expired, which is verb three. So I need to borrow your car. So right now, today, impact on the present, I need to borrow your car. Now let's talk about had. So with this special had, we use it in the past perfect tense. So there's, an, there's this word, past perfect. Just now it's um, present perfect, but now it's past perfect. So we can use it in two ways. We can show two periods of time. So two periods of time in the past where one is completed before another. So they're sequence. This one completed first, and then this completed in the past. We can do that. Or we can talk about, we can use had before a specific time in the past. And so let's, let's look at the um, formula. Subject and had, of course, with verb three. Again, we also use verb three. Let's take a look at some examples. The client had reviewed the proposal and approved it. So first, he reviewed the proposal. After that, he approved it. Both happening in the past. First thing, had reviewed. So be careful with this one. Had, reviewed, approved. So verb, verb, verb. All right. This is the helping verb, helping this. To show that this, what is it helping? It helps me to see in sequence this happened first. Okay, let's take a look at some more. This is me changing it up a bit. I went straight home as soon as I had completed my work. Okay, so which one happened first? The clue is in the had. It happened first in the past and then I went straight home. So I, I can also change it. As soon as I had completed my work, I went straight home. So this is our yeah, had verb. Like to put as there. I went straight home. As oh, as no. I, as soon as. Sorry about that. Now, Aisha can change that in the, in the slides later on when we do a bit of editing. I went straight home as soon as I had completed my work. I can also change it. As soon as I had completed my work, I went straight home. Okay. Here's another example where I was talking about before a specific time in the past, a specific time in the past. Dinosaurs had become, so had, and then verb three here, instinct by about 65 million years ago, specific time in the past. So not had became, became, that's verb one. Become is our verb three, so be careful. And then another one, 
I bought my first car after I had paid off my personal loan. So which one came first to show in my head? Which one came first? Which one comes first? I had paid off my personal loan. Then I bought my first car. Okay, so let's do one more common mistake. Using bean without have and had. So here's our favorite bin again, that word. Incorrect. I've been teaching English for 12 years. If you're going to use been, you have to use have. Or in this case, present tense. I've been teaching English for 12 years. That means I'm still teaching English. Incorrect. I've been to London twice. I have been to London twice. And of course, the contracted form is I've been. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the My English Matters podcast. Make sure to click the subscribe button on this podcast if you haven't yet. Now, if you'd like to learn even more with us, we have a free training called Speaking with Confidence, where we send seven tips to your email. You'll also get weekly emails with tips and lessons to help you improve your English. Join us at myenglishmatters.com.